The mouse wants its money. Give it its cheese. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Shipwrecks, a podcast where we recommend and review erotic fanfiction. I'm Audrey, and here with me today are my friends Abby and Kylie. So, Mira had her baby, and she's doing very well, but we decided not to interrupt her baby's first few weeks on Earth with Star Wars smut. And if you don't know who Kylie is, please check out her surprise introduction at the end of Episode 9. So, in this series, we're exploring the Star Wars fandom, and today we're reading Kylie's first pick ever, Till There Was You, parentheses, and You, by Fight Your Dragon. And as usual, we have a themey little cocktail to go with it. So, Abby, could you tell us what we're drinking today? Well, based off of one of your suggestions, actually, we went with go, uh, making a polyamorous punch, which is pretty much whatever fruits you like, mushed and crammed together for juice, <laughs> and whichever kind of booze you like is a general theme. Though for this mm. one, it's very much pineapple, orange juice, like traditional tropical punch flavors, and an absolute metric fuck ton of rum, <laughs> which it is delicious. It kind of tastes like my high school experience. I don't know if you guys ever went to parties where there was just a big jug and there was just juices and whatever your parents left at home, and that's what you had to drink. <laughs> yeah, the mystery jug. <laughs> yes. Oh my goodness, that sounds way better than my high school experience. Oh, it was no, like, um, do you guys remember Mike's Hard Lemonade? Oh, girl, that's a straight up hangover in a bottle. Oh, fuck, <laughs> something like, goddamn, I, I love my sugar, but something about the acidity and the sugar, yeah, will make you sick like nothing else. You want to hear about a nightmare fuel, you should hear about my high school drink that everyone liked, other than myself, if I'm honest. It was called Antifreeze, is what they called it. Ew, and it's Everclear <laughs> and Mountain Dew. It's and it what is Mountain Dew? <gasps> Everclear and Mountain Dew. Yikes! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just got to shiver down my back. Oh my goodness. Well, that's a good way to die, but it was the frozen north, so maybe they didn't care. Oh my God. Oh Everclear was not legal where I was growing up, so. Oh. Did you have uh, Alaska was barely before a state. they were regulated? <laughs> No, because it looked gross. Oh, let me tell you. You want to have some fun blackouts? Oh, <laughs> you have one, four locos, but the like OG ones where they were unregulated. Yeah, because they're huge. It's like a 40 and a can. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Okay, so Kylie, um, we are assholes, and we made you pick a story on your first episode. So it's up to you to lay out the basic scenario of our story today. Awesome. Thank you, Audrey. So, Till There Was You and You is roughly as long as The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe, so about 40,000 words. Um, this story does not have any listed trigger warnings. There is an additional tag saying that this is a slow build to a threesome fic. And let me tell you, ladies, there is no threesome, and I'm, I just, I was promised some sexy content, and I did not get it. I've been deprived. <laughs> well, and then we added three juices to our fruit cocktail that we mix together, right? Mm -hmm. But we only yeah. get really two juices in the story. <laughs> two solid juices. Yeah. Which one is lime, which one is orange, and which one's pineapple? Real talk. No. Poe po is pineapple. I have no opinion on the other two. <laughs> I'm going to say Ray is lime then. Mm, I like that. She has a green lightsaber at some point. I don't know if that makes it lime related. <laughs> her accent i'm just going with lime gin and tonic brits you know <laughs> is ray the first british accented person in star wars that's not evil 
Ooh, good question. Um, oh, oh, wait, wait, wait. Obi-Wan has got a British accent. He's not evil. Does he? I don't I'm not, think so. I mean, not he does British? in real, he did in real life, didn't he? Alec Guinness, not, um, not the Scottish Ewan McGregor from the prequels, oh, but, that's but Alec thinking. Guinness. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't think he did. And if he had an accent, it definitely wasn't like Brit Brit. Like, it's different. It was like a Jedi accent. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there was a little bit of something <laughs> the there, but it was, the same. <laughs> it was trying to be minimized, I feel like, whatever it was. It's been a while since I've seen yeah, the original. Yeah, it was almost like he was doing a mid-Atlantic accent, because it oh, wasn't... so fun. And so was Leia. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't British, but it wasn't... It wasn't English. But it was posh. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So anyway, the story takes place between The Force Awakens and The Last Jedi after Finn takes a lightsaber to the back. Finn wakes up to Poe Dameron practically laying on top of him in the medical wing. He's delighted to see him, but of course, he is immediately worried about Rey's safety. Rey is still out looking for Luke Skywalker with Chewie, just like in the movie. So while Rey is away, Poe and Finn are left to start a romantic and steamy relationship at the Rebel base. While Finn is no blushing virgin, he's still unfamiliar with what it means to be in a relationship or even having friends. Poe takes him under his wing and shows him what it's like to have a partner and to be a part of the rebellion. Aww. So they take a lightsaber to the back or the back side? Oh, the, the back. The, the spine. Okay. Yeah, because, okay. The, the 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 scene that sailed a thousand ships was in the Force Awakens, when Finn steals Poe's jacket, and then Finn realizes Poe's still alive and he's running to him on the runway, and he's like, "Oh, I have your jacket," and then Poe is like, "Keep it. It suits you, right?" And so we're like, "Oh, so that's what started all of this, I think." But then, yeah, Kylo flame. Ren, because Kylo Ren's an asshole, takes a lightsaber right up and ruins the jacket, so the jacket is gone. <laughs> At this love point. jacket is no more. I know the yeah. scene in The Force Awakens when Finn like is breaking Poe out of the jail cell and he like shoves him into a little hallway and he's like I'm breaking you out that part made me like scream because now all I can think about is just like how hot and heavy they are yep 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 so um this is labeled as a sequel story because it's got sequel characters but it was written as you mentioned Kylie before the last Jedi came out so how did you guys feel as we were reading this the author dealt with where the story was going next. Like, what did she get right? What did she get? I, I don't want to say wrong because I feel like you could argue that the sequels themselves were wrong. <laughs> I mean, yes. I mean, I'm in that camp. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so, how do you guys feel about this as The Force Awakens fan fiction rather than sequel fan fiction? My only complaint is that I'll forever in my mind be mashing Ray together with Ben Solo. Yeah. So. I mean, I, she's reserved. I mean, she could share, but those are the Barbies I mashed together in my heart of hearts. So I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. It, w- w- well, does he get to join it? Is this like a, like a, a quadra? <laughs> a a quad centipede? Yeah. Oh, no. Don't. <laughs> That's a lot of dicks. That's a little too much dick then. This mm-hmm. author must be built of different stuff than me. If you come out of The Force Awakens saying... Wow, I wish all of the good guys would get in a pile and just bang each other <laughs> and and leaving Kylo out, yeah, like 
No, we're on the same wavelength, Abby. But I thought, um, so I just recently rewatched The Force Awakens in anticipation of recording this episode. And like Finn is force sensitive in this story. And I didn't pick up on anything in The Force Awakens that told me that Finn was going to be force sensitive. But he did end up being like in The Rise of Skywalker, they make it pretty clear that Finn is force sensitive. So I thought that was kind of some nice premonition on the author's part. Or she picked up on something in The Force Awakens that I didn't. Yeah, I didn't really pick up on that because I might just not be that observant, if I'm honest, but... You could argue that he is a little Force-sensitive because he did pick up the lightsaber and, like, fight Kylo Ren, like, and got a few good swings in there. Yeah, I think that that scene has caused a lot of controversy because people who don't like Rey will say it's not possible that she would have held her own against Kylo so well in that scene as well, you know, like, she fought him too. But he just took, like, a blaster bolt from Chewie in the gut. So, like, he was, like, literally holding his own guts in with his hand. He was a little tired. <laughs> Maybe a little winded in that moment. Yeah, yeah, trying to fight those two. Like, he's the first person I think that we've seen take one of those shots and survive. So, I'm, I'm fine. Anything about that scene is fine with me. I don't have any complaints. <laughs> uh, this is the part that we call erotic assessment. And someday I would like to get on Fiverr and pay Nico to do erotic assessment in a very low <laughs> German sounding voice for us for this segment. Um, but did the central relationship, which is between Finn and Poe and Ray, arguably not including Ray, um, work for you? I really liked their relationship. It felt really like young love. Everything was so fresh and so new and they were on each other's dicks at every moment at every hour. <laughs> it was very it just, that. Yes, it reminds you when you don't really know the person, you're just like really into them sexually. Yeah, very, <laughs> very much like high school horny love story for sure. But the part that doesn't work for me is the hospital part. I, I have trouble there. The whole morality, it's like... I'm panting over this unconscious person that may or may not wake up. <sighs> like heavy breathing, <laughs> like really serious. And like so much so that like the nurses and the doctors are commenting on it and stuff. And I'm yes. like, okay, let me, that's uncomfortable too, because it's like, whoa, 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 medical staff. If I'm ever unconscious, A, take care of my upper lip. Nobody needs to see that. B, <laughs> two eyebrows, not one. And C, please don't let anyone manhandle me. Like, Jesus, you left me unattended with someone who's like laying on top of me every time you come in the room. Like, come on. Yeah, because <laughs> those, those medical staff did not know Finn in any way. And they had no way of knowing that if he were awake, he would be into it. Which yeah. we know that, but they did not know that. Yet. I know. And so like, that was creepy. They had no real serious interaction before he becomes conscious and it even goes into the detail that he's got a feeding tube and a goddamn catheter in not sexy i'm not sorry cute. but not cute and not cute not cute and so i'm just like so if we just whoop, fast forward past that part i'd be like yes it works for me to a point but before that i'm like mm, a little rapey a little uncomfortable <laughs> like yeah little bad Especially touch when finn is waking up and poe like has his hand on him and he goes to take it away but uh finn is like no keep it there is this like touching like okay is it friendly oh man i have a quote for that so i grabbed this because so finn is um from this horrific background like stolen from his family as a child forcibly sterilized by the new order raised as a stormtrooper killing machine so like Arguably, he should be way more messed up emotionally than we see him in the movies. 
But they do, in this story, address it a little bit in that he's extremely naive about relationships. So this is, comes from that. So that he wakes up and then Poe says, I mean, I know you weren't totally sheltered since Ray said you asked if she had a boyfriend, but it sounds like you didn't learn about how normal relationships works. Being touched feels good. So yeah, friends touch each other and we're friends, right? And it's just uh. like, like uh, you're taking someone who's like yeah. almost at the level of a mental patient as far as like, yeah, and you're just like being that's like, a little yes, it's normal for friends to touch like this. Like friends touch, but they don't stroke. Oh, and I mean, yeah, and specifically they don't touch because it feels good. Yeah, like, oh, yeah, Jesus. Yeah, there's no, like, like, yeah. I don't just come up to you guys and, like, hold your hand, and I'm like, this feels nice. <laughs> I'm not, like, stroking your cheeks and, like, breathing your exhaust. I'll tuck your tag in, and, like, we'll sit on the couch if there's not enough room anywhere else together. But there's none of this business of, like, heavy petting or, like deep staring into each other's eyes or something. Well, and that's what, like, it's easy to wave this stuff aside because we know in the story from being inside of Finn's head that Finn is really into the idea of fucking Poe. But if Finn was not into the idea of fucking Poe, you could rewrite this with the exact same events as just, like, a horror story, right? Like, <laughs> oh, my God, you really could, yeah. Of, of Poe just railroading this, like, confused, naive traumatized person into like sucking yeah. his dick a lot so. yeah and then like that's another thing that's like in this story Finn in this story is more of probably who he should be based off his upbringing but not who I saw in any of the movies mm. like yeah. in the movies he's like weirdly like every guy super well-adjusted like how the fuck are you well-adjusted with that background like i've had a way more normal life than him and i'm not that well adjusted. yeah i mean because he acts like every man like oh i'm scared to shoot people oh i i don't like danger but he doesn't act as fucked up as you would be if you were raised to be a killing machine yeah and in this she kind of goes at least halfway there to addressing the kind of trauma that mm-hmm. he must have been through. But that's mm-hmm. classic Jar Jar Abrams is like having an idea and kind <laughs> of like gesturing at the idea to make a cool scene. Because the first scene of The Force Awakens is awesome with the um, stormtrooper. And then he gets the blood across his helmet. And you realize mm-hmm. that's one. We're actually following this stormtrooper as a character. This stormtrooper has like feelings in a life. But then, of course, they don't actually address the moral implications of that. And later, Finn is just shooting stormtroopers and going, woohoo! <laughs> so, I know. obviously, it's really like, frustrating. JJ and no, no one wanted to actually address that. Um, they just kind of teased it because, they, you know, it's like, oh, this adds another moral dimension. This is more complex now, like, blah, blah, blah. And like, no, whatever. We're lazy writers. That's not good. That's not good for merchandising, Audrey. Yeah. We just wanted one cool scene. The mouse wants its money. Yes. (laughs) Give it its cheese. (laughs) Disney has been trying to get, because like Star Wars is not very popular in China for whatever reason. Oh, interesting. And, And they've been doing this promotion where they will just take like like the 501st uh, group of stormtroopers and do like cosplay on the, on the, um, what is the name of that wall? How stupid can I possibly be? 
The Great Wall? The Great Wall of China, yes. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm drunk. It's your fault, Abby. I thought you were thinking of like 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 a like an Instagram spot or something. Like you know, like the pink wall in Las Vegas, but like oh, in China. No, equivalent. not an Instagram wall, no, the Great Wall of China. Like literally trying to market like Hey, look at we're mindless automaton like army people. Does that appeal to you, Chinese audience? It's just like, what the fuck are you doing, Disney? Jesus Christ. Like, oh God. I don't know. Yeah, the thing that was a revelation for me in the sequel trilogy is that there are female stormtroopers. Yes, that was very interesting. And like a first. Yeah, and you would never think so. And like really like the five hundred and first is this cosplay platoon, I guess, of of stormtroopers and there are women in that too and they don't stick out you can't tell if you're wearing that that armor i think they must have height requirements because leia was like aren't you a little short to be a stormtrooper to um luke skywalker when he rescued her but i thought that yeah. was a euphemism or like code <laughs> uh, <what? laughs> isn't that isn't that like the, the gate the landing pad is open like the signal or something oh my god <laughs> oh dang that's like the entree to the small dick humiliation that she's gonna give you when she's yeah, and she then she's like, like oh shit i'm just giving you a little taste of what's coming <laughs> twin says yes <laughs> we're gonna run out of content eventually we'll have a whole season of that shit watch out twin says the season oh no <laughs> oh I'm no no kidding <laughs> um Got a bad feeling about this. <laughs> okay, so um, Kylie, do you have anything you want to say about like how the central relationship works or how the sex scenes unfold? Yes. So I found it interesting that they automatically kind of shift the couple together in this like makeshift bunker <laughs> of like boxes and mattresses on the floor and then little shanty their, town like, that they, their love nest yeah yep. their little love nest yes and, and then I poor was... bb8 needs to guard the door in case of, what, what is bb8 gonna do if like general organa comes up and it's like hey poet he'll project some... a big dick pic and a big like do not enter sign and be like you don't want this <laughs> <laughs> And it, it, like the scene where um, BB-8 like shoots out coins out of his side, but instead of it's condoms and <laughs> just being like, yeah. no, get back. <laughs> oh my God, BB-8 Safety is first. an excellent wingman in this story because he's like, he's constantly shipping it. And then he's the one <laughs> who eventually asks Poe like, hey, Finn wants to be your boyfriend. Is that cool? And then... Was like, so yeah. childish <laughs> but like what a good wingman yeah you're right yeah it's very much middle school dance like you know he wants to dance with you is are you into it yeah, like write the, write the little the note slow songs coming the like, yes or no that you yeah. mm-hmm. yes yeah. Aww. it was Aww, like baby. that and then uh poe was like yes i'll be your boyfriend let's bang <laughs> yeah this is you, what boyfriends you. do my naive traumatized friend mm-hmm. <laughs> Come here, my little thrall. You know nothing better, so I'll just train you now. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> but I really did appreciate the sex scenes because there's like some stories where you get too much detail, like down to the like one single hair on your <laughs> dick. Or it's like or it's too vague and it's like, oh, I took off his pants, I went down on him, and then we went and got lunch. <laughs> <laughs> So this like had like a nice ebb and flow to it. Yes. It's like you got a little bit of detail, but it wasn't like 
describing the buttons on the jacket or any of that crap. You didn't go full Hobbit, Lord of the Rings detail, but at the same time, you weren't just like lifetime movie levels of sex. <laughs> the yes, door closed. The... Maybe yes, they had exactly. sex. <laughs> yeah, I think it was pretty, like, I don't know, the, their actual sex scenes were pretty hot. Like, mm-hmm. description of them, like, fighting each other and, like, fighting for, like, this dominance and the awkwardness of it felt very real. Because mm-hmm. um, they would just be kind of like fumbling around, and at the same time as they're really into it, it's also like sex is kind of silly and awkward and weird, and she kind of captured that pretty well. It's, it was very well captured. Except, how many times is Poe going to say buddy? <laughs> oh my God. I was talking to my husband about this, and I was like, Poe Dameron really sounds like a t ball coach that's just like encouraging <laughs> you. And it's just the opposite of sexy. Like, and I don't think it's the author's fault. This is the way Poe talks. But I would like to think that he wouldn't talk like that while you were fucking him. No, he's <laughs> Get like... Get over here, buddy. That's yeah. a good job. Finish it. Get to the, Run to that last base. You can do it. Finish the inning. Finish it. Finish it. <laughs> oh, my God. Good hustle, buddy. <laughs> then yes. he slaps you on the butt. Oh, my yeah. God. Oh man, it's really uncomfortable. It's not great, no. <laughs> Isn't there like a really good quote where it's uh, Finn's fantasy? Yeah, I've got that. Okay, <laughs> I'm prepared. <laughs> so Finn has a daydream in chapter three, what it would be like to have sex with Poe, and this is a quote from that. Then Poe flips him over and yanks his pants down, and he has a packet of lubricant like the ones the First Order supplies. His mind stutters out a bit, wondering what the resistance uses. And then he is pressing its side, and Finn is hot and hurting in the way it always feels before it gets good. And Poe calls him Buddy and thanks his shoulder. <laughs> Why? Like, no. The First Order has First Order lube, which last time I was at Disneyland, I did not see any for sale. <laughs> I would buy the shit out of First Order lube. It's a perfect marketing ploy for them. I know. Also great for camping. Super oh. great. But yeah, it was uh, interesting to hear them talk about how sex went with the First Order. That it was like, if it wasn't consensual, it was no-go. But you could have as much sex as you wanted. Even though it wasn't like technically endorsed by the First Order. Like, the hush-hush like actual rules were, bang as much as you want. Don't form any attachments, though, because we'll transfer one of your asses, if not both of you. Because that part's forbidden. Mm-hmm. But if there's not, if something is non-consensual, like you'll literally get killed in front of the firing squad. Yes, public execution. Pu- like, oh, they said no, then you die. Yep. <laughs> not just that they said no, that they said no, and you went for it anyways. Correction. Mm. Rejections are not <laughs> met with the firing squad. <laughs> Rejections would be so rough. <laughs> They're already bad enough, and then you get killed afterwards. So How embarrassing. <laughs> when we're learning about the sexual politics of the First Order, we learn um, Finn's body count, which is in the 80s, he estimates. And we learn post body counts, which is in the exactly 11. <laughs> <laughs> I was so surprised and impressed to, for Finn to be like, oh, yeah, just like 80 people. And then I was like, well, if you think about it, if they've been in the first order for so long, like that kind of makes sense. Like they started having sex when they're like 16 and it's super casual. Like, of course, his number would be like mm-hmm. super high. 
Yeah, it's like if it's a socially acceptable thing and you don't have any like feelings getting in the way of you like playing the field because you know you always get clingers. Like it doesn't matter how much you're like, this is just sex. No, man, you can be like, no, I'm not into it. And then they still follow you around. And then you're like, but why won't it work out? And I, you know, you have to be firm and they still don't believe you. (laughs) That's another thing where I think she was realistic because before Pope bangs him, he's trying to figure out if Finn is even into the idea of being with a guy. And Finn's like, oh, yeah, I fucked tons of dudes. The dudes are way easier to hook up with than the girls. (laughs) It's true. Yeah, it's true. (laughs) Guys are easier than girls, for sure. (laughs) I do think it's funny, though. Like, I feel like, like the nurses assumed that Finn was into it. And, like, the default setting in this story seems to be that everyone is bi unless they specifically tell you they're not. I feel like that's how it should be anyway. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, you should have to come out if you're straight. <laughs> the right of like, first refusal. I'm into dudes. Guys, <laughs> I'm too lazy to have sex with a woman. <laughs> and that's fine. That's, that's the way my that's coming fine. out would go. Leave them to me. Uh, so don't worry. <laughs> I mean, you guys have drunk with me before, so you've all heard that. I mean, like, I can read man-on-man stories. It's hot woman on woman a story is hot but if i think about myself doing it with a woman i just feel like her boobs are looking at me and i don't like it what <laughs> so that's the that's best how part I, that's how i know i'm straight is i'm like oh no boobs yikes i guess i'm straight boobs are so soft and wonderful mm-hmm. i like my own boobs i just the idea of like someone else more than boobs. more boobs is overwhelming yeah you start to need more hands than you have and mm-hmm. just yeah. get creative <laughs> I need boobs. like boobs everywhere. <laughs> two fins and a poda even that out for me or something. I don't know. <laughs> Gross. Um, also, we learned that Poe does not wear underwear, which oh yes. <laughs> so they so like Finn and Poe kind of have this really very middle school kind of awkward thing of like I like you. Do you like me? BB-8 is the wingman, and then they're just like yes, let's be boyfriends. So they start fucking immediately, and then. <laughs> Poe was like, like immediately, well, immediately. And, yeah. And then Poe was like, wow, I'm really glad I don't wear underwear as he like peels off his orange jumpsuit or whatever. And I'm like, ugh, like you are sweating and sitting in yet, polyester suit with nothing. Like, yikes. That is also, disgusting. As a lady, I find that that would be horrifying. But the idea of, ugh balls just <laughs> <laughs> rubbing around in there is just. Just free will in it. The smell. <laughs> it's just, can you imagine unzipping it and just the smell? No, <laughs> I don't. I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to, but it's hard not to. Oh, no. Because, like, okay, it's a it's hot like a day. Jim short through, drawer. I, like, on a summer day, I can go through, like, three pairs of underwear. I know he's not going through three pairs of jumpsuits. I Like, that right. jumpsuit's getting washed totally. once a week. Mm-hmm. What is he? Does he only have one? If he doesn't have underwear, does he just stand around in the nude while he gets laundered? I have so many questions. <laughs> Poor BB-8 has to take one for the team again. He drags so that chores. thing. He's like, burr, burr. <laughs> I love how sassy BB-8 is. It's great. I know, but I, I don't know if I like seeing him reduced to... A babysitter. Like, yeah, like, watch the door while I fuck dudes. Some of the times, the tags say bba in them and i skip those stories because 
Wait, I don't want to see things. Wait, people are having sex with PPA? It's, it's in there. <gasps> no, I found it. No. Yes. Oh, that makes my heart hurt. No. Oh, it's child. I mean, it is explicitly childlike in design. Oh, man. Just saying. Shame. Oh, I found, I found, I found a tiny hill to stand on. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> so I want to give us each a chance to go through our high points and low points for the story. Who wants to start? I can go first. Um, my high point for me was getting to see what life was like on the Rebel base. I thought that was really cool. And you have Pin, or Pin. <laughs> <laughs> you have Poe and It's Finn their couple this... name. It is. Oh, it is. Is <laughs> and it? And they pin each other. Is, so is, it's is, pin, is Pin like the official, or is there a tag like Pin or no? Probably. Okay. I don't know. Because they call the three of them Jedi Storm Pilot when we mash them all together. Mm. But Poe and Finn, I've just heard as Poe slash Finn, but Finn mm -hmm. makes sense. Okay, sorry, continue. <laughs> no, you're fine. Um, I really liked how uh, Poe like went out to the market and like bought Finn clothes and like candy and a new jacket. Like it was really sweet. And, um, but it was kind of funny too, cause Poe almost uses it as like, hey, I got you gifts. So are you gonna like, like my dick now so I can call you buddy or <laughs> <laughs> how about a low point for you I would say my low point was probably just like how young love it was like I kind of wish there was a little bit more like in-depth character building with the, between the two of them because it kind of just felt like oh we're in love we just bang all the time and then that's kind of it yeah which that's also okay too I just was hoping for for more how about you, Abby? My low point, I'll start with that, was honestly the hospital. It really set the tone for me. It took a little bit for me to shake that off. And I'd have to agree with the young love. It's like, I'm a withered old hag over here. I, I, I've Puppy loved and inter entertained me when I was like 11 even. So I just was <laughs> born a grumpy old man over here being like, whatever, that fades quick. Show me your drama, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> so I do like some of the sweetness, but it was almost too sweet sometimes. Mm. But again, though, the sex was really good, like really well done. Some of the best male on male encounters I've gotten to read. Like it, it was, was well beautiful. done. It was really well done. So it's like, okay, well, that was like leveled it up. So it all equaled out there for me. And I think my favorite part, though, really was the ending when we finally got Ray. And they're all yes. splashed around in the water, <laughs> and it's adorable. And I'm going to ask you, Kylie, to set that up for me. That Will you explain that end bit? Because you'll do a better job than I will. Let's be real. So Poe and Finn are sent on a secret mission together in hopes that they can find a new safe planet for the rebels. Um, so they stumble upon this, like, force-sensitive planet somehow, and they get stuck there. And so they aren't really sure what to do. They pretty much just hang out in this planet for like a week and just bang it out and then eventually Finn is like I think I can like call Ray with like the force like I think I can just call her and so they go up to the ship and they're butt-ass naked like sitting on top of each other <laughs> and Finn is just like dear Ray um we're stuck on this really interesting planet and I think there's somebody here who knows how to use the force um also would you like to be in our threesome and that would be great <laughs> Thanks. Bye. 
that's super pure way of asking too it's like can you join our little cuddle puddle like I know. please Kate. he's thanks. a really good cuddler like you can share too <laughs> and then she comes to them and then oh, she yeah, says sorry. yeah then she <laughs> says yo you've kept that force connection open and i have been witnessing all of the times when you guys have banged <laughs> Just hang up the phone when you're done. <laughs> yeah, she's like, just so you know, but also it is kind of hot. So maybe <laughs> I would be into it. Can you imagine like being at your desk working and then all of a sudden you just get this like force coming into your brain of two dudes just like going at it. You just hear <laughs> slapping. Yeah, like, oh, my two best friends. Like, wow. Having a good time. Oh, bb eats there. Wow. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> Luke, I need to take a five. Yeah. <laughs> Poor Luke. He's like, do you know how much meditating I had to do? <laughs> <laughs> so she shows up and then she indicates that maybe she's into giving this threesome relationship a try. Then the end, right? That's it. Yeah, that's, that's pretty, pretty much, much it. Yeah. It fades to black and we never get to see them do it. <laughs> <laughs> really but... salty about it. But we need to know what your high points and low points were, Audrey. Oh, okay. My high point was the sex. Um, and if I would need to be specific, um, there's a couple of things that really ring true to it. First, like the awkwardness of trying to figure out, like being with someone new. Like there's there's those points of them like laughing and, and trying to figure shit out, which is great. But also that they went to the space CVS and they got real lube, unlike Mando. Thanks. <laughs> Can't even take his helmet off to spit on his on his glove for you. <laughs> I mean, we know nobody fucks better than Man- Mando does in that last story. So, it's <laughs> true. We true will give this piece. one the award for though, like getting lube so that's great <laughs> um and then my little point would be just the overall lack of conflict so i feel like the the value the story delivers is just like a good description of two hot dudes like going at it and so like that's it right so if you want more than that this ain't the right story for you you know and if you like the word buddy <laughs> buddy <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> so the other's notes suggest that she was planning on continuing the story, but this was like four years ago, so it's not happening. Um, she ran into some writer's block and she eventually marked it finished. So do you guys feel like it works as is? And if not, what do you want to see like in a continuation of this? I need the threesome, god damn yes. it. Yeah. <laughs> At <laughs> least go in content. and add a chapter. In, like Just rewrite the last chapter so that water splashing involves her getting fucked and I would be happy. Oh my god, the three of them in like a waterfall? Oh! (laughs) Right? (laughs) I did just read a waterfall story, guys, but it's not worth recommending, unfortunately. Uh, Rough Day was kind of a waterfall story. Oh yeah, it's all coming together. It's our common thread. Mm -mm -mm. (laughs) But no, I think if she would have continued it, I think some type of conflict would have eventually come up and it would have like tested their relationship and it would have been really cool to see the three of them like building out a relationship together. Yeah, what do you think if you if your mind goes on from where the story ends, what do you think happens to the three of them? Like how do you see this relationship working? I have a little bit of curiosity if it really would last either Finn gets trained up to be a good little, like, love slave or whatever, since he doesn't know any better, because he's naive. He's never been in a relationship. How does he know he's okay with 
groups when it's never been like an actual relationship with all the other relationship stuff. We don't know if he's like that emotionally mature to be able to handle that. Like he and Ray share a force connection, but Poe's not in on that. So will he get some like moop about that? That he's like the outsider in that way? Like I feel or like there's Or they'll both use the force to just blow Finn all the time. <laughs> the blindfolded one. They're yeah. Blow yes. Poe po all the time, right? Oh, god damn it. <laughs> I know it's hard. It's hard. There's so many of them. <laughs> all these one syllable names, it's very difficult. But yeah, I mean, because we're told that Finn specifically is Force-sensitive, but mainly uses the Force to sex people good. Um, and we assume Ray can use the Force to sex people good, since Finn can. I mean, I should hope so. Equal opportunity, Force, sex people good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, like, but like, Finn asks her when she arrives on the planet if she would like to be with them, and she says, I'm not sure I know how to be with anyone. So she's extremely inexperienced, and then, like... Finn is, like, extremely experienced based on his body count, but super inexperienced at, like, having a normal human relationship. And then Poe was kind of in the middle being a normal serial monogamist guy. So, I don't know. It's hard for me to imagine that one of them's not going to get jealous. Like, because I feel like, I, I mean, I am not secure enough to ever, ever, like, do a poly situation, but I feel like insecurity would be the enemy of, like, a polygamous relate or not or polyamorous relationship i guess and like i don't know with so many young and inexperienced people i just can't imagine there's not going to be some kind of blow up eventually oh it's going to be a hot mess and i'm going to be there for <laughs> <laughs> you know you know that that um ray's going to get knocked up and then there's going to be a question of like who's ba- wait who's, no it's yeah. not finn's baby because they oh, sterilized no. the stormtroopers yeah it would be posed for sure Oh, but think of all the breakup and the makeup sex and all the different varieties we'd get. It'd be a mess. Ooh. Is Luke going to let her go on permanent sex vacation with her best friends? <laughs> cool. So um, I would like to give each person a chance to say whether you would or would not recommend this story to other people. I, I definitely would. would. Yes. Yes. Okay. I would say yes, too. Just for the hot guy on guy. But yeah, if you're into it for the cuddle puddle of Jedi Storm Pilot, then obviously... It's a bait and switch then, but going into it knowing that makes it more forgivable. Yeah, and it was like a decent read. Like it wasn't too long, and it mm-hmm. had enough to like keep you interested. So yeah, I would definitely recommend it. And the sex scenes are just written so wonderful. And I, <laughs> I'm just, I really dig it. Like that was the first time I've read these type of relationships in literature, and it was just really cool to read and be like, wow, this is like super cool. Because I just would imagine like two dudes just being like gross and sweaty all over each other, but she made it like sound really nice. <laughs> it was, it was kind of sweet. I mean, it was kind of the weirdness and the greatness of this is like, they are like sweet, but at the same time, like Finn is so naive that it almost then like went off into like creepy to me but it, it was well written so I, mm-hmm. I see what you're saying there it was interesting because he was also like kind of dominant too so he was like naive but also like experienced yeah in like different ways it was very interesting yeah i had a man it's so funny that she lost inspiration as soon as it was time we add the lady to the situation. She's like, Ray shows up and now I'm done. <laughs> I feel like that's the best type of inspiration. <laughs> yeah, man, come on. I, I traditionally have a hard time with stories that 
don't have any women. Like, zero lady is usually really a hard sell for me. So I was really impressed by the story, honestly, and, like, how good the sex scenes were. Because for me, it's like, well, two sets of balls. <laughs> oh, no, thank you. <laughs> one is no more thanks. than enough. <laughs> Just one. <laughs> for me, like, and this is not a, a positive about myself, but, like, I've, the sex scenes, man on man or man on woman or man with woman or whatever, can all be hot. But it's like I'm super hetero romantic. So like when it's two dudes and they're like, oh, does he like me? Does he not like me? Like there's a part of me that's just like, just just fuck already. Like, who cares? Like, just do it and figure it out later. God damn it. You dudes, just do it. Um, which I know isn't right, but I did not feel that during this. So I would agree with you guys. So coming up next time, Abby, it's your pick. Do you have something for us? So for next week, we have a Kylo Ren Ray fic. And the description is incredibly short. It's arguably not even a sentence, but I'll give it to you anyways. Okay. <laughs> it's, they are children with matchsticks, him and her. And that's literally it. So <laughs> nice. <laughs> there's some fun tags on it, though. I'll give you that so you can, you know, know what's going on. Um, my favorite tag is, it ain't incest. <laughs> and, <laughs> and it does say major character death on it, but ignore that. It's kind of not real. Ignore that. Don't let that stop you. And obviously there's some some sex or we what? wouldn't be here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know. So just get dust off your Adam Driver doll, get that ready for the for the week, get your little candles lit and let's read this. Thank you. Yes, it was a bit of a trust exercise to not go Kylo my first episode. I was like, "Abby, you got this, right?" And you did. <laughs> so, thank you. I I did what I could. Cool. We'll see you next time.